Alright guys, episode 8, Ave Rob, the Smoky Sage has returned, King Hooper is back. Um, we're going to open up with souls, and then Arthur brought up Anubis, who I believe is a Egyptian god. Let's find out. <laughs> Anubis is the, uh, he's the Egyptian god, you know, body of a man, head of a jackal. You've seen him before, especially in like the Mummy movies. Oh, I know. Like Mummy too. We had a whole army of them. Anubis, that's the god, and he is the wearer of souls. He'll take your soul when you die. You're gonna go see Anubis, and he's gonna take your soul. He's gonna take your soul and put it on a scale, and he's gonna weigh it with his feather. I forgot what the feather is called, but if your soul weighs more than the feather then it is eaten forever by this beast. I forgot what the beast's name is. I think it starts with an O. What's it look like? I don't know. It looks like a, a massive alligator with hair. Wait, what's the difference between yeah. um, like Egyptian gods and uh, Greek gods? Do you know? Uh, the names. It's just the names? <laughs> it's just their names. Maybe some of the story, but it is mostly the names. There's no Greek thought. Are you of the Ow. camp that Egyptians came first? Are you saying they're not? I'm asking. They did. I know some would say that like the other civilizations came before that. Yeah, but it wasn't the Rome. It wasn't. It wasn't the Greco-Roman. <laughs> I know that they came after. They went to they went to study in Alexandria, Egypt. Man, fucking foolishness. Hit me with that shit. Hey, bro, <laughs> bad. I told you, Rob throws jabs, bro. Rob throws jabs. Get the fuck off. There are two sources, bro. I heard like two different sides of history. From fucking who? Oh, of course, one white dude, and then this, and then you. Of course, the more knowledgeable story. Look at this. Look, just look it up. Look, are there any three thousand year old Greco Roman statues? I can't answer that. I'm not sure either. The Egyptians have at least three thousand year old pyramids. What's your theory on how they built the pyramids? I have no idea. None. People argue it's a pulley system. That's fine. Yeah. I also hear that they may have rolled it on something. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like a break. Only reason why I, I don't comment is just because whatever way you break up is probably right. <laughs> no one fucking knows. It's like they could have done that or they could have done this. Maybe yeah. something else. No idea. Yeah. I heard a lot of speculations. A lot. If you would have said aliens built the pyramids, I wouldn't even argue against you. I'd be like, all right. At least, at least the three of Gaza. The other pyramids, you can kind of look at them and see how they were built. Because they all weren't built the same. There's more than just three pyramids in Egypt, FYI. I don't know. Sheesh. There are? Yes. How many? I don't know off the top of my head, but the three at Gaza are towards like, the later reign of Egypt. I believe. I may be wrong. But there are ones that predate those. Why are they all like lined up with the stars somewhere? 
Because it's to mirror Orion's bell. It's to mirror Orion's bell? Yeah. Orion's belt is what in our galaxy? Orion belt is that constellation with the three stars uh, in a line at that angle. And it had the two stars to the top of it, two going out on the bottom. It looks like there's Orion there. I want to say Orion's... I want to say the constellation in the full imaginary uh, drawing pictures that you find. I want to say it's Orion holding someone's head, I think. He even has like a sword. And shit. I take it he's a warrior then? He is a warrior. You never heard of Orion? No. You can see the constellation when you come out here. Right. It's like right really? there. Because Orion, I forgot his whole Greek myth, Greco Roman myth, but yeah, Orion, he, he was a, a warrior. Um, I think he chased women that were doing it. Always <laughs> on the search for these stars. What like what? What's so special about the stars? You said what's so special about the stars? They they affect us. <laughs> this is funny. This turns into like a quiz. <laughs> they just affect us. They affect our emotions. I was watching this other video about how the moon is hollow, <laughs> and how um, it's very different. I think Rob, you even mentioned something about this the other like. Oh, Maybe last week or two weeks ago, how you said, um, like, look at Jupiter's moons and how, like, no other planet has a moon that's as proportionate to us as we do, or as big to us. Jupiter's is pretty big, though. But Jupiter's a big-ass planet, and it has, like, a smaller... Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. But, like, the the moon is, like, a a good size compared to the Earth. Like, they're very similar in size. It is, like, a sixth. It's bigger than Pluto. Yeah, it's definitely... I think it is bigger than Pluto. I just find it interesting... That on like some of these moons, a lot of like geological things still happen on these planets. Yeah, I mean, some people don't consider it because it's a moon, not a planet. I, I saw the video was saying how it might be like um, artificial because they're finding artificial chemicals on the moon, like what? what? Like uranium. What would on, be artificial on, on our moon? Hmm. What do you mean artificial? Uranium's like an artificial nuclear waste. So we made the moon. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I. Is that what video, it's implying, though? I don't know. Hmm. Also, it said like how all the craters are like the same diameter and depth. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. That's super weird because I feel if it were actually like to go through bombardment, which is like other spatial objects hitting it, then they wouldn't be equal distance. That's true. So I'm saying, do you think, not necessarily that we made the moon, but maybe something made the moon? Because hmm. the moon does control the water here. Yeah, tidal locking. Also, our friend Titus brought up this theory about um, how the earth is green and blue, which represents kind of like the heart chakra and the throat chakra. <laughs> so what if there's different kind of layers of like consciousness and like the earth is like the, one of the middle chakras and there's like maybe a plane above that that we aren't conscious of I, that could I be can like, agree to that that makes sense yeah I was leaning towards it because if you look at the core that's red that's like the visible yeah. if you look at earth it's like the chair earth and the blue and the greens and then the galaxy would be purple right yeah um I mean just dimensions of like heaven and hell I'm not sure where heaven and hell comes into it. 
Well, you're talking about the different layers above and below. That's why I took it as. So, like, the lower Reddit chakra would be, like, um, hell. It would be, like... It would be all flesh. I thought of, like, hell. You know, because here, on this plane, you know, it's, like, spirit. It's half spirit, half, you know, flesh. Hell would be all flesh. And, like, that's why it would be even more fucked up. Because your spirit fights off different stuff. All flesh? Yeah. So, like, no soul. I can't even, I mean, yeah, I can't imagine that fully. Yeah, but you just, you just feel more, it'd be more noticeable. That's what I thought. Sounds spooky as hell. Yeah, it sounds mad <laughs> <laughs> Getting like Dante's Inferno's yeah. flashbacks, man. That shit was actually so scary to read. Yeah. I never read all of it, because it's a lot. But it is interesting. I do know the different uh, levels. I'm a video head. Like I've seen like cartoons and shit. Where the yeah. different like cantos and shit. Is that why? The different cantos and stuff. Yeah. Like the. Like with lust, they all blown around, and some of them are like in boiling blood. The angrier in boiling blood. Yeah, it was like, like gluttony or something. Yeah. It's like in blood or something. Yeah, and people are stuck to get stepped on. They just get stepped on all the time. So <laughs> what do you, what do you guys think about? <laughs> like different um like movies or like you know different animes that are like representing an issue of society like the frankenstein for example um Frank, like the monster represents like the thing that is scaring society currently how like you can look at the different movie ad- adaptations of it and then like the beginning it was like electricity was like, different like animes that do that i was just or saying just, like, like do you know like any show or like any yeah like what do you oh, wait, 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 just of uh... i'm trying to think that kind of resemble like that thematic issue problem i don't know i only got one like real superficial one that's like black mirror mm. like technology and stuff Nothing, like, classic to refer to, though. Mm. I don't know. I do know this. You can look into, like, uh, like the Greco-Roman idea of, like, the gods fighting off nature or different beasts and things like that. Because that's what they deal with. Oh, let me segue this into souls. So check this out, everybody. We were supposed to talk about that. <laughs> so check this out, everybody. So... I read this dream book. Uh, I still have it. I don't remember the name of it. So it's different than other dream books because a lot of dream books that just give you definitions. Mine gives you a methodology. It gives you like, you know, if you see this in the dream, if it does this, you know, it'll mean this. Like that is a definition, but it's like a methodology of how it works. For example, so in this dream book, it discusses like your soul, right? So, have y'all ever had, like, the falling dream where you're just falling into darkness? Yes. No. You ever had that dream? Interesting. So, that is you, per se, falling into your soul. So, they related the soul. The dream book kind of used, like, the Greco-Roman gods, the top three, to describe different levels of the dream. Really just two. So, Hades was, you know, Hades, the ruler of souls of the underworld. 
So like that's that's you like falling into your soul. That's one of the things that they correlated with the dream. Is Hades and the darkness, you falling into your soul. Hmm. So like you have like really dark dreams, you're kinda like moving around in your soul per se. Really? Like I said, yeah. that's the methodology. Or if you ever see water in your dream, that's like you on your subconscious or right next to it. What about if you're in like a really volcanic atmosphere? I don't know about volcanic atmosphere, but it would uh, just imply different levels of yourself and how things are changing. You're having like deep changes in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because, you know, a volcano a volcano causes change. You know, you can't see that it scorches the earth, but it's changing the earth's surface. As well as, uh, you know, when it's done, when it's all said and done, the earth is now new and fertilized, so you have new life. Yeah. It's one of those things. Depends on how you see it overall. Depends on how it makes you feel as well. Because <clears throat> if it... If it spooked you out, then, you know, then it's something to be nervous about. But if it's just, like, you're just looking at lava move, you know, calmly, you're just probably just noticing changes around you or changes in yourself. Yeah. In dreams with people, or I guess people who have passed. Where people have passed away? Yeah, but they're in your dreams somehow. Yeah. Right. I think it's just them visiting you. That's my personal feeling. The scientific side of me would be like, you know, it's a projection of you and how you feel at a certain moment. Or what information you would crave from that person at this point in time. That's another thing too. Because it's it's you projecting what you want to hear from a certain person that's in your dream. But it's it's still you though. It just looks like someone else. It's like your subconscious, right? Yeah, you're literally talking to yourself. So then do dreams really have any significance? I have no idea. They can they can be a barometer of how you feel. Um They can be a barometer of how you feel. You can see the future. That's really all that I can tell you about dreams, though. I don't know too too much. I can tell you like how to break some of them down, but then you still need you to give your input on how you feel. Right. So it's like do you remember your dreams? <laughs> Some of them, yeah. You dream every night, and the dream you remember is the one you just had. So, Rob, you were mentioning sleep paralysis the other day. What are your thoughts on that? Hold up, it's about to break. So, Rob was mentioning sleep paralysis the other day. So, what exactly would that, like, confer about a person, like, where they're at? Spiritually? What? Uh, just, like, being stuck, but, like, lucid. With them <clears throat> stuck in a dream or the body stuck? The body stuck. Oh, the body being stuck, that's a, a chemical reaction that happens while you dream. Because when you dream, your brain kind of shuts down different voluntary uh, functions because you just sleep. So you're recharging. So a lot of voluntary functions power down. This goes into like your movement, you controlling your breath, um, mm-hmm. what you're looking at. So like when you sleep, you really just you just you're just breathing and like if your balance is knocked off, you'll wake up. And that's really it. That's really the only thing that your brain is keeping 
awareness to like not even hunger or anything if you gotta pee you know you have the, your bathroom dream mm. but like yeah or rain <clears throat> I heard if you're raining if it's raining in a dream you gotta pee I heard that too yeah. haven't experienced it but heard it yeah I've kind of experienced something like that where things outside of my sleeping body I guess would somehow merge into my dream for instance, my uh, sister's car horn was going off. Some sensor, sensor was out of whack. Yeah. So it was just beeping and beeping, and I heard it all in my dream. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it just... Your brain interpreted it. I think Inception... I think Inception is real, like... What they did and how they used it. Because their backstory to it made a lot of sense. So, I don't know. I know it sounds crazy to, like, bring up ideas of a movie, make it invalidate the shit but Inception had a lot of small details and that's why I think some of the stuff is true. Well I never saw Inception. You never saw Inception? We're gonna have a movie day soon with fellas. <laughs> bet it. Cause Inception is dope. Inception is planning an idea. It's just mad long though. It is mad long. That's one of rock with movies. You say what? That's one of rock with movies like that. I don't like sitting for long periods of time. Oh. Mm. But when you dream, you're saying that it's really just you breathing and nothing else, right? Body-wise, yes. Body-wise? Mm-hmm. Like, there is a chemical that goes off where, like, you know, you really can't control yourself. You will move sometime in your dream. That's when, you like, your dream is really intense or that chemical is low. Either way. Either way how you see it. And um, that's why you have... Some function while you sleep, mm. but yeah. Do you know anything about like REM cycles and how that plays a mm-hmm. part of it? Yeah, I mean, you, like you go through. That's when you dream. You only dream during your REM cycle. You don't dream during your other cycles. There's like four stages, or four parts of it. Yeah, your beginning. You just falling off into sleep. You still hear the world react to it. Your second is like your sleep, and then you have like your deep sleep, and you just like living dead. And then you have your REM sleep, which is you know REM rapid eye movement. That's when you're dreaming, and you go through the cycle throughout the night. Now, why do your eyes move when you dream, though? It's just because your brain is still picking up information, and you know, is you looking around in your dream looking around like in your skull basically yeah because you're your still eyelids. you're still registering because your brain is still registering a picture even though your art your eyes are not your brain is still functioning like it is seeing something This is like a general psych review. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get ready to take psych. I'm actually, I think that's what I want to try and become career wise. Just make sure you get your master's as soon as you're done with your undergrad. Yeah, that's what I was planning. Yeah. And then you have to do it or you'd be pissed. You'd be like me. (laughs) I didn't do it. I feel like if you become a psychologist, I mean, what's the likelihood that you'll be working? I mean, I guess that your work will have any significance, you know, like... It will depend on how you see it. Yeah. 
Because you could just see it as like a small victory. You could see how it affected that person's life and everything. What was the last thing you asked me before you paused? Actually, about uh, the likelihood of me, like, if I become a psychologist, that I, that my work would actually be significant. Oh, it would just depend on how you see it. What um, either this that one patient or those are affected by that one patient. Cause you know everybody affects somebody, and there's always somebody taking care of or looking out for someone else. So when you deal with these different populations, you just know what you do. It's not only going to have that person live a better livelihood, but help the people around them enjoy them more. Because yeah. certain people are assholes, <laughs> and they're really hard to be around. And sometimes it's not their fault. It's just a chemical imbalance. Or how they were born. And the different ways to teach better behavior, or more acceptable behavior, I'll say. More acceptable behavior. And that's what it is. You just start implementing acceptable behaviors, make little changes, and it turns into big stuff. Hmm. That's where it's to live by. Mm-hmm. Because you can change anything. Like, you can change your feelings. You can change how you feel about things. You can change your memories. You kind of have more fake memories than real ones. <laughs> Do you really? Kind of. The, the almost, the almost, it's almost like 50-50. Mm-hmm. I feel a little off topic here. Do you know anything about Dr. Sebi? No. No? Um, Not the top of my head. Apparently, maybe like this will jog your memory. He's a Honduran doctor. And he was, I guess, his way of treating people was like very holistic and like on the, the diet. Something about like alkaline, food being alkaline. Yeah. Something along those lines. And he ended up working with Left Eye. Mm -hmm. And Left Eye was like a huge advocate of mm -hmm. this dude. And then suddenly, like, both of them... There was actually claims of him curing, like, AIDS and, like, cancer and shit like that. Yeah. But suddenly, both of them, like, he was murdered and then Left Eye was killed in a car accident. Yeah. I've heard, heard information similar to like that. I met a man. When I was in North Carolina, I met this man named Art. And it was it was really interesting because it was like you know we were we were on similar wavelengths, but I noticed his was I don't know if it's higher or broader, which is the better way to say it. But he knew more of what I knew. It was apparent because hmm. <clears throat> he had different books. He had like a birthday book like mine, but in way more detail. Really? Just, what was it called? I don't know. It was in way more detail because he like. I don't know, it was just in way more detail. It just, like, had, like, times of day and all this other shit in it. But, um, he was, he discussed that alkaline diet, how a high alkaline diet. He was trying to sell, like, this $20 by the gallon water because he said it was, like, alkaline just right to increase your personal functions. Mm. I never bought the water. Yeah. <laughs> but... Sounds kind of schemish. It, it does sound schemish, but I don't know. He did He did let me buy a couple of really interesting books from him. So, yeah. And those books' names are From Darkness to Light, The Finding of the Third Eye. I forgot the third one, but it was about uh, African-Americans before and after 1555. 
because before 1550 50, before 1555 African Americans were builders, astrologers, chemists, mathematics. And after that they were only concerned with play, food, and sex. Really? And, and that book describes that uh, paradigm change. Where was this group of African Americans before well, 1555? Well, and, and I, it was I guess Africans is the best term, but just general Africa. Yeah, just if you black and with nappy hair, I'm talking about you. So then, what changed then? What caused them? It was an ideology change, as well as just parts of uh, uh, colonial influence. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I guess at that time, like 1555, that was before like they started getting rounded up and bagged to go overseas. In mass numbers, yeah. But it happened on smaller scales. Yeah. It happened on smaller scales? Yeah. Because, you know, it was it was trade. People were trade at one point in time. And that's what, you know, that's just one of the things Africans traded. They traded slaves. But they didn't know they would put cats in this chattel slavery that the colonials had. And I'm being very nice. <laughs> picking colonial as a label where there's um there's a difference between there's chattel slavery and then what was the other slavery i forgot the title of it but it was a more respectable slavery yeah. i'll say that yeah it was very interesting though yeah about the ideology changing yes it is do you feel any like ideological shifts within I guess an American frame of mind, like I guess right now. Just, or do you feel like we're kind of stagnant? Just a bit more fear. It seems like we're getting to be more racist again. Hmm. I guess you owe that to the press, right? Yeah, because they do. Presidents do set like a moral limit or acceptable limit morally. They do. They do. Yeah. Because Obama was like, was one of the cleanest presidents that we've had in modern era. Was he really, though? I'm just scared to say that because I feel like all politicians <laughs> aren't that clean. You know? Exactly. We just, we just, he's clean because we haven't found the shit. Yeah, right. I know he's not like the super perfect guy. Yeah. But it's just, he's got his dirt covered. Real nice, tucked away, hasn't leaked over. He's not Nixon. He's not no Truman. Truman wasn't that bad. Was that like a trend of presidents have like a lot of their I don't know, I guess actions that would be considered like condemnable covered. Yeah. I just feel like that's well, not really it, it depends on how you see it. I'll tell you this, President Truman lied to a nation to stop World War Two. Y'all know about that? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he um deny he he just didn't he didn't go to war, right? Truman Nah, Truman finished the war. He finished the war. He finished World War Two. He's the one that dropped the bombs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't play poker with Truman. You wanna know what this motherfucker said? What do you say? Truman was on this shit to Japan. Cause 
uh, I think it was after we had the V-Day in Europe when Truman was in power because his predecessor just died either Eisenhower or FDR his predecessor died everybody loved his predecessor Truman came up because Truman was a vice president that became president okay. so he came to power people thought he was shaky didn't trust him so they had the victory in Europe. So they had to have victory in Japan, right? So motherfuckers was warring in the Pacific. The Japanese are hard as hell to fight. Yeah. They're hard as fuck to invade. They had all these little islands in the Pacific. There's a whole bunch of them shits, bro. Damn. Whole, whole bunch. Niggas was trying to invade that shit one by one, having the hardest of times. <laughs> But they they were able to get to all the little islands and they got to Japan and they was like, damn, we are not ready for this. Because they took, it took them long to get through those little islands and everything. They lost a lot of people, ammo, all that good stuff to go to a good war. Mm. They lost it going through the little islands. As well as the war has been going on for a while. It's unpopular. So, Truman told the emperor of Japan... That if you don't assist and decease, we're going to drop this bomb, right? Japan was like, fuck you. You've seen bombs. You've seen bombs. <laughs> fuck you. We ain't stopping. Mm. So then he dropped, uh, I think it was Hiroshima first. That's some grimy shit. He dropped the big boy. No, he dropped the uh, small boy because they were like broken up with big boy and small boy. Yeah. One was atomic, one was uh, uh, hydrogen. So he dropped the little boy, I think, on Hiroshima first. I may be wrong. Somebody correct me. And then he dropped the second one on Nagasaki, right? I think Nagasaki was first. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not 100%. Yeah, so he drops the bombs, right? So now he's on the phone, or he contacts the emperor of Japan. He's like, yeah, yo, I got one for every soldier in your army. What's good? was crazy and we was done we only had two bruh we only had two damn that's all we had big bluff (laughs) (laughs) you know japan got a lot of people yeah that's so grimy though yes it is do not play poker with harry s truman he'll he'll beat you (laughs) that's grimy as fuck it is baby those nations are still suffering with radiation yes, and shit, are. bruh. That's crazy. Uh, Harry S. Truman. Damn, I did not know that, bruh. Mr. Bluff. So, yeah. I forgot what happened else in, like, society that would encourage that. Because, you know, we knew. Yeah. We knew the lie. Yeah. It was on. I guess it was on the news after you know they had V Day, Victory Day, Japan. Do you ever see us like becoming united? Like when I say united, I mean between government and citizenship. Like, do you ever see that being like an actual good, you know, solid relationship? We what just citizens in agreement with the government, or more so like the government in agreement with like the citizens' needs. No. Never? No. I say, you know. I don't know. This is about 
giving people power, bro. People, everybody ain't gonna act the same when they get power. And you don't know how they're gonna act once they have it. What are your thoughts on the connection between knowledge and power? They are related. It's really about applying. Because power is applied, you learn knowledge. You can learn things that make you powerful, but it is about applying it at the time. So you can be full of knowledge, but be powerless. And you see that a lot. Because you see that a lot with different types of folk. Power is something, power is a verb. Knowledge is a noun. Hmm. Are you a believer of reincarnations? I feel like certain people are allowed to come back. Not everybody. Or they come back really fucked up ways. Hmm. Like, I feel like one of my clients uh, used to be, one of my autistic clients, I feel like he used to come, I feel like he came back. Because I felt like in his life, he talked a lot and he was aggressive and abusive. And now he's in a position where he's like the lower class citizen mm. he speaks a lot but nobody understands him so they like don't listen Damn. <laughs> I think it's ironic that actually be not ironic <laughs> cause he always got something to say he's mad mischievous he likes to impose what he does affect other people it sounds like a full personality to me <laughs> <laughs> do you think that humans are like set on this earth to fulfill some sort of purpose yeah is that purpose always like individual or i mean i feel like of course it connects to like a universal scheme but yeah it's micro and macro i guess your purpose i mean like i guess me and you would be like a micro purpose yeah and then it all would form a macro yes that's that's the the definitions of those prefixes micro small macro large so is like i guess is that the deciding factor on whether or not you like completed like a good or like you know like a good life i have no idea i'm not god (laughs) Hmm. does the i mean does the bible say anything about it they talk of jesus coming back and not like later but after he was crucified he came back with a different face yeah there is so much shit I know I be sound like a guru I'm just older than y'all there's a lot of shit out here cause I just know a little bit about a lot the people that know a lot about a little bit I can give you eons of information about little subjects what are your reading habits? Uh, In a month, how many books did you read? I don't know. It depends. It usually takes me longer because I, I really just like to have free time just to eat a chunk of book. Because mm. I, I usually don't. I'm trying to work right now. I feel. I do need to pick up on books. That I need to continue some of the books I have started. Because I do read cool books. I mean, how often do you, like, 
are the books that you read extensions like um i guess maybe that one author wrote at one time and then he's like adding a new book to his, his collection or is this like these books that you kind of acquire from like different sources or like different people um most of the books i've bought most of the books i've bought i haven't been given too many books there's something but they have some type of connection with like you know higher thought and soul and brain activity it's kind of stuff i like to read yeah do you think once like somebody's achieved i guess the third eye or like awakening your third eye do you think there's still more on that path did you watch the video essentially i guess no i didn't get a chance it talks about that there's more to it yeah, it talks about how, like, it's just part of life. Like, it talks about understanding the pain and suffering of the different worlds that we're here for. Hmm. So, like, that there's... This is only one part. Like, this is just one world. There's other dimensions and worlds that mm-hmm. we're meant to understand and suffer through. Yeah. At least seven that you could tap into. So there's levels to this shit. Yeah. In the book, Finding the Third Eye, they describe the different selves. And like I said, they, that described seven parts of self. I don't know all the parts off the top of my head, but you do have like an astro, an astro self, a, a mental self, mm. an aura self, just what? different things like that. Why is it always seven? Because seven is divinity. You said <laughs> that um, you're going to start talking about numbers. Yes. <laughs> trying to start now. <laughs> uh, not quite, but I can. It was okay. like a little sample. Pick a number. Pick a number between one, one through nine. Eight. Eight. So eight is described as destroying rebuild. I use my number system of like the five percenters. The five percenters have a belief about every number has a meaning. But that ideology also goes with uh, other cultures. I can't name them off the top of my head. But you see the same uh, definition they associate with numbers, the same if you look in different sources. This is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So eight, number eight, deals with destroy and rebuild. It deals with recreation. It'll deal with reincarnation. It'll deal with like this... uh, revamping of culture is a revamping of culture it's the second time you come around to culture and you either keep certain things about your culture or you destroy them so like in certain years because if you you add up the five percenters believe like you add up the numbers of a day or a year and there'll be about that I want I think I think this adds up to eight this year it's 2018 right mm-hmm. this adds up to 11 but either way so when a year is like 8 you can expect a lot of changes to go in that year like a lot of things are going to be deaded a lot of things are going to be made new hmm. and that happens throughout like an ultra year or hmm. if you're in a year and your age adds up to 8 you can kind of expect the same thing to happen as well. So change is coming in 2018? Um, it just depends. No, the way I added up, I got 11. 11 or 2. But it is 8 still. It. Yeah, at the end of it. 
But you gotta add up the two, zero, one, and eight. Oh, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. It does. I guess that's why the constant recycle thing. Yes. That's why it's a, it's a destroy, rebuild. Because as you go through the infinity squiggle of an eight, you know, there's no start, there's no ending. It all goes together. You know, it's kind of like the archetype of the number. Destroying rebuild, making things new again. Would you consider this numberology? Yeah, because even numerology break it down the same way as the five percenters. I'm not sure which one came first. I have no idea. Weird. Not at this point, because I, I don't know. Lord knows. I gotta get my knowledge up. Yeah. It'll happen. I'm introducing you to all the shit. Five percenters? Five percenters have an interest in theology. So they they believe... I'm not a five percenter. Or... I don't know. It, it's just funny. You just know a whole bunch of stuff. You are what you practice often. I'll say that. Hmm. So five percenters believe in you know the overall population the five percent of the five percent from this equation that 85 percent of the world is uh deaf blind and dumb <laughs> which is very believable i told this to my deacon he started laughing because he thought it dealt with like some real gang shit like i own five percent of everything yeah uh- i told him I know, right? I was like, oh, shit. I was like, damn, Deacon. <laughs> y'all, y'all are killing niggas, man. But anyway, uh, 85% of the population is dumb, deaf, and blind. 10% know the knowledge. No. Yeah. No. What the, uh, 85. 10% know the knowledge. Yeah, 10% know the knowledge and don't share it. Another 10 know it and don't use it. And 5% know it and share it. Some shit like that. Damn. Yeah, it's something like that. That's what the five percenters are on. Which is a very interesting breakdown. Because then you start thinking about like that 20% that know the knowledge that either do something with or don't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, that makes you think. Yeah. That makes you think of who's in position, who really knows what. And that's why, like, you know, then you start thinking of, like, you know, Masons and shit like that. Because they have inner knowledge. They have inner information. And they're connected. So it's like, what percent are they? Well, the Masons are connected to, or I guess they're a part of the, po- the knowledgeable population. I would assume so. Because they do have inside knowledge on, well, majority of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the motherfuckers is everywhere. Are they really? All right, they've been okay. They've been uh, Trump is the forty fifth president. They've been at least like eighteen Mason presidents. Really, Damn. Washington being the first. Damn, that's been perspective. So then, how are the black Masons? <laughs> because we came up with the idea overall. <laughs> it's an Egyptian idea. <laughs> I'm saying, like, why was there? Like integration, if there were like slave owners, be I don't know. I'm not a Mason. <laughs> Wait, but how's it an Egyptian an Egyptian idea? It is, because it deals with 
because uh, masonry deals with just you know stone it does deal with stone and they pass down knowledge to uh, make the stone the same way so that's other information that was passed down along with it that's kind of like how the mason started mm. from my understanding so then it just became so then instead of just manipulating stone it grew into manipulating society so that's kind of like what masons kind of do they manipulate society because they understand how it works so they share the ideas of how it works and there's enough of them to truly influence it if they wish That's a tweak. Huh? That's a tweak. I said what? That's a tweak. Oh, yeah. I need to do some, I want, or I want to do some research on Egyptian civilization, just like their ideology and stuff. Yeah, because they, they came up with most of the stuff in your lifetime. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, even though, like, America's Greco Roman, Greco Romans learned from the Egyptians. Like, no, I truly believe it too. They got me sold the pyramids. Yeah, like, find, find, find a four thousand statue of Zeus. Do that. No, you know somebody, <laughs> somebody was telling me about like the ziggurats or some shit, like the other triangular formation that mm. the Egyptians may have, like, you know what I mean? Like they may have sold that idea or some shit of like that structure. So. They still predate the Greco-Roman ideas. <laughs> and then, like, you know, it's an, evo- it's, it's an evolution of thought. That's mm. just how it is. It's an evolution of thought. Damn, it makes me, it makes me wonder where, like, my roots date back. Good. Because I feel like a lot of it is known. I don't know. I feel like part of it is knowing, like, your history and where you come from. It's just so difficult. I agree. Though. That history is not available to people of color. Not really. I don't know. It's worth digging, though. Yeah. Trust me, it's a mission that most people around your age think about, especially black. You thought about it, I'm assuming? Have you made any progress? Um... I guess parts of me is from Ghana. Hmm. How did you get this information, though? I forgot. I forgot. It was a long time ago. I think I'm going to just try and climb the trees like my grandparents and shit. Scan their brains. However it go. It should be interesting because you are half Dominican. Yeah. So you, you would come up with something. I don't think so. Got some like Italian in there too somewhere. You have you have much. The black genetics, uh we mutate the fastest. Our genes mutate the fastest out of all the races. Really? Mm-hmm. The human genome project found that out. What type of mutations? Like just mutating It wasn't specific, but like, you know, it it was one of those proofs that all the races come from black because mm. ours mutate the fastest at the highest rate mm. this is interesting yeah this is mad interesting <laughs> Damn. 
this at episode eight? Episode eight? Yeah, I'm hungry. Smoky <laughs> Sage. Smoky Sage. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. No doubt, man. Dropping knowledge. We just gotta do our homework now. Yeah, because it's, it's out there. Everything I've said, you can find it. Knowledge flows like water nowadays. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. All right, we're signing out. Peace. Peace.